Hello, and welcome to the Free to Be Show. Today, I'm so happy to be here with Dr. Isabel. Hello. Hello. I'm happy to be here with you. Yeah. So today, we're going to talk about um, magnetizing effortlessly right after this. Welcome to the Free to Be Show. I am a stand for peace love, joy, bliss, sexual pleasure, spiritual connection, elemental connection with nature, and restoring worthiness in women that requires four-mind alignment with your thoughts, heart, nutrition, and yoni. Be a stand for your ultimate joy so that you are replenished and aligned. Are you free? Receive replenishment. So right before we went live, right, we were talking about all the things that women say to themselves that devalues and diminishes them. And you see like in the introduction there, I talk about what I'm a stand for. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll get to like how to create that by magnetizing effortlessly. But, you know, let's just continue that conversation we were having. So what is it that you see in your practice as a holistic dentist? Well, maybe before we go there, a lot of people don't understand what's the meaning of a holistic dentist. And everybody asks me, what do you mean a holistic dentist? And it's more than being holistic, it's more an integrative dentist and that's what I am. So I'm integrating, not just looking at the mouth, it's looking at the whole body and how the body affects the mouth and vice versa. Because mm-hmm. we see a lot of things in the mouth that are a reflection of what's happening in our body. So for example, with women especially, there's a lot of hormonal changes. And those hormonal changes can show signs in the mouth, even before the diagnosis. Hmm. We can see, for example, inflammation in the mouth that is, there is no really like a a reason for it, or an evident reason in the mouth. Like there's pretty good oral hygiene. There is a lot of, um, they're brushing, they're following the instructions of the hygienist. They're visiting the hygienist or the dentist regularly. And when I say regularly, a lot of people think every six months. And sometimes every six months is not enough. Some Mm. people, they need to come a little more often than six months. And it varies. Every every individual is different. But if I see that there is no plaque, they're doing everything that is recommended, and there's still inflammation, then we'll start thinking something is happening with the immune system that they're showing. So it's interesting because we only... We not only look at the teeth. Somebody, I've heard something from a friend that she said, you're not only kind of touching mouths, you're touching hearts. Mm, yes. And then why do I say this? Is because there is a huge sign in the mouth that there is an imbalance at the psychological and the emotional state of the patient. And then a lot of the patients, a majority of the patients have some bone loss. So when you have recession, there is a need for bone loss. 
Because imagine the recession is when the gum is, is getting lower in, in, on the lower teeth and it's going higher on the upper teeth. So if you look at your teeth and you look in your mouth and you see that the gums are kind of receding on that area where there is some recession, there is gum, there is bone loss. A lot of the times, if we start connecting that psycho-emotional state and how we are doing, then we're going to find out, and this is not only in the mouth, this is also in the whole body. If we're having issues with our bones, if we're having issues with our joints, so then TMJ is, is a joint, um, and we, we will find that the patient is having a very low self-esteem in an aspect in your life, or it had a history in their past life, especially when they were growing up. Um, and Dr. Bruce Lipton talks about the importance of those first seven years in life because there is a lot of emotional changes. We're like sponges, sponges absorbing information. So if you get a message from somebody that you admire, like an authority, your father, your mother, um, a teacher, and they tell you, this is not okay, you don't know how to do things. If you start hearing things that are negative, then you're gonna start believing because you're a sponge and you believe this person that is an authority. Then you start building up some conflicts throughout life. And then what happens, you devalue yourself. You just have a very low self-esteem. You feel, and a lot of women especially do that. And believe it or not, men do that as well. That we say, oh, I'm not enough. I cannot do this. I'm, I'm not smart enough. Other people can do it better than me. And then we just start with this bombarding ourselves with negative talk, self-negative talk. And that builds up over time. So then we start seeing signs in the body. We start seeing consequences in the body, not only in the mouth. We see it also everywhere in our body. So it's, it's really interesting to see how many people, many patients are struggling with that devaluing their, themselves. I love that you connected the dots for us because often, you know, we go to the dentist and they tell us that we can see um, evidence of other uh, illnesses through your teeth. And I never really knew what that meant, <laughs> you know? So, you know, this is a great awareness for me and I'm sure, you know, the people who are listening and viewing are benefiting as well. So, and to even further connect the dots with our emotional states and our mental um, uh, viewpoint of ourselves, mm -hmm. you know, to how it's affecting um, our teeth. So it sounds like our teeth are a mirror of our whole body. You know, a lot of times we, we're aware of the reflexology of like hands and feet, but it looks like now we've got this in teeth as well. Yes. Correct. Every single tooth is aligned with the meridian in the body. The meridians are that energy flow that acupuncturists use. When you go to acupuncture, they just have to say, oh, you're having some issues with your liver. So let's put a little needle on this specific path because that's the path of the liver. So then I was reading an article that was written by um, the doctors that started basically doing the, the um, it's not acupuncture, but it's, it's more like touching specific points in the mouth that can help, for example, with a headache 
or that can help with inflammation in any part of the, on the body because these meridians run throughout the mouth as well. And every single tooth is associated with a meridian in your body, with the meridian system. So if, for example, a patient has problems on the upper left on the first um, molar, permanent molar, and then you look at it, well, that, that specific tooth is associated with the lung and the large intestine. So a lot of the times I ask my patients, do you have any digestive system problems? And they say, yes. So then we start seeing connections with that, but not only the connection with the organs, but according to Chinese medicine, every single organ is associated with a specific emotion. So if this tooth is having issues, if you have an abscess, if you're having some pain on that specific tooth, then we're gonna go and start researching other parts of the body. And that's when the integration of the holistic dentist starts happening. Okay, let's just start finding out. Let's talk to your naturopath, your fu functional medicine, maybe your primary care physician, and start finding out what's happening with the immune system. Because as you said, the mirror that the mouth is reflecting that image is, okay, there is something happening with the rest of the body. And that now is ha having issues in the mouth. Like diabetic patients, it's a huge, huge sign in the mouth. A lot of inflammation, the healing is not that great. So we, when I have a patient and we do surgery and the healing is not doing that great, it was like, what is happening here? So that's super important. That's interesting because I go to an acupuncturist actually. And um, when I had my treatment the other day, he was telling me that there's something going on with my lungs, right? And I didn't even realize that, um, you know, the weather has been going up and down on the East Coast here. So <laughs> so I didn't even realize that, that there's like an onset of something happening. And I haven't gone, like my dentist appointment is coming up and I had been having problem with that tooth you're talking about. Interesting. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, <clears throat> Um, but after my treatment, like now the, the actual inflammation around that tooth, like in that gum has mm -hmm. gone down. Oh, you see? Yes. So yes. it's so like, I, I actually know what you're talking about. <laughs> yes. And if we go even deeper than that, then we're going to find out that traditional Chinese medicine associates a deficiency or an imbalance in the lungs with emotions like grief and sadness. And if we go even deeper than that, we can find that that tooth specifically is associated with the needs of your soul mm. and feelings of belonging. So maybe just do a little introspection. Oh no, I can tell you the rest of that story. <laughs> <laughs> There was a thing that happened, you know, um, some days ago, mm -hmm. and um, I was actually very, very sad about it. Mm -hmm. um, and then I reached out to actually Steve Hardison, and he gave me a book to read. And I started yeah. reading that book, <laughs> and, um, and I feel better in my soul. Mm -hmm. And so, like, now... And, and I had acupuncture and the inflammation went down. So here I am on Friday Perfect. and yeah. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. 
perfect. Yeah, a lot of the patients, when they come to the office, I don't even touch them. I just start talking with them. I look at the x-ray, I see the problem. And then all of a sudden I'm talking about their, the relationship with their mother, because that's like a specific tooth that represents the love of the mother. And they start crying and saying, I'm, I haven't spoken with my mother for 13 years and is being affecting me more and more. How did you know? I was like, I'm, I'm just reading your teeth. Wow. Mm -hmm. So I feel like this part of our conversation, we've really truly identified what we are magnifying effortlessly, right? Um, and I'm pretty sure there's some people that are like, wait, this is supposed to be uplifting, right? Like we're talking about magnetizing good stuff and you, ha you can't understand how to magnetize what you truly desire unless you understand what you're doing right now. Exactly. Yeah. To see the light, you need to see the darkness, right? Yes. So, yeah. and, and the thing is that when you become aware of things that you were not aware, that's when transformation starts happening. And that's why when I talk with my patients, yes, it brings them to tears, but these, it makes a connection in their brain. It's like, I need to start doing something because my body is telling me that these aspect of my life needs peace that needs needs a resolution and that's what we want to do so if we want to magnetize our life if we want to thrive we need to go and dig in those past memories those stories that they're not resolved yet and and what i tell my patients is it's not easy it's not easy to go and do this introspection and go and touch areas that are really painful. But if we don't go there and we don't make peace with those areas that are painful, we won't be able to thrive in life, to be happy, to just magnetize what we want, right? Yeah. You know, this is something <clears throat> that I feel as Westerners we dismiss is that our body has so much wisdom, right? Yeah. And, you know, one of the things I, I tell my clients is like uh, proportionally, right? Our head is the smallest piece on our bodies. So why do we spend so much time in here <clears throat> when we have like our whole body to pay attention to and, um, and really uh, lean into our knowing, right? We, we think of intuition as something that's only in the head. And even like pretty recently for me, right? I wrote my book, Detached Love. Well, I finished writing it in 2020, but it, you know, was the previous years. But it, there I was talking about um, the subtitle is transforming your heart so you can transform your mind. And since that time, I found out that there's two other minds, right? Like the, <laughs> we have full body wisdom. Yes. And it's the other way around, yes. you know? Yes, yes. That's great that you said that because when we do therapy, for example, when we do sessions, um, we need to connect with the body because our mind will lie to us. Our mind is not accurate and it will just give you information that is not the right information for you. But when you connect with your body, with your whole body, and then you just connect with the memory of the past that is causing you some um, disharmony or imbalance, that 
listening to your body, it's going to give you the accurate information, what you need to know and what you need to do at this moment. Yeah. Wow. So I, I want to talk a little bit about, um, you sent me a thing this morning, um, your, your new project. So, so tell me more about this. You know, one of the things that I notice the most with my patients is that I will say, maybe I'm exaggerating, maybe not, or maybe I'm running a little short, but 90% of my patients have bruxism. Bruxism is the diagnosis for patients that clench or grind their teeth. And there is daytime and nighttime bruxism. A lot of patients are not aware, a big majority of my patients are not aware that they clench or grind their teeth. Hmm. They have, this has been a study where IT professionals, they wore like electrodes and things that measure the movement and the contraction of the muscles that are involved when you clench or grind their, your teeth or when you're on mastication, basically chewing. Uh, and I believe it was 70% of them, they were clenching their teeth while they were working. So IT people, when they're in the computer and we're doing that a lot, we're in the computer, we're clenching our teeth. It's, it's a way for us to kind of, okay, I need to say something, how I'm gonna say it when you have a lot of stress. So there's multiple reasons, and I created a little an ebook that is going to talk a little bit about that. But it's more with what I'm passionate about, which is that emotional part of what's happening with our body. So when you look at the bruxism or grinding and clenching, there's multiple reasons, and that's one of the biggest things with biological dentists is that. We need to know what's happening, for example, with the airway of the patient. If the airway of the patient is small, and we can look at it on a CT x-ray, on a CT scan, we can measure that. If it's a small, there is a high chance that the patient is having either is snoring, and that's a sign of sleep apnea, meaning that they stop breathing in the middle of the night. There's patients that stop breathing in the middle of the night multiple times, and they are not aware of it. What they know is I'm fatigued during the day. I'm not rested. I wake up and as I feel like didn't rest at all. I'm, my brain is foggy. So all these symptoms are a consequence of lack of oxygen. But if we go deeper, and that's the part that I love, is what's happening emotionally. Hmm. There's a huge connection. Our nervous system is affected when we are stressed, when our cortisol levels are to the roof, and that's when we are busy, multitasking, doing different things. Then that, that nervous system, the sympathetic, sympathetic nervous system gets activated and is running on high 24 seven. So the body doesn't have enough time to rest. So the body has a mechanism, a defense mechanism that it is just, okay, I need to stop doing something or just do something so this person is going to be aware that there is something that need, they need to change. So then you can clench your teeth when that stress levels are high. That's an option. But, and I want I, I want to invite everybody because I don't want to spoil it because I want everybody to read. And well, you know, actually, I was going to stop you because I'm like, I feel like what you just that part right there 
is a lot to hold on to. Like for I know. Me, even for me, and I read a lot of <laughs> medical stuff. Um, so like if we just stop there and, and mm -hmm. recognize that uh, multitasking, right? This lie that we tell ourselves, there's like multitasking is not really a thing. The, the body is not- <laughs> No, it's not. We're not like voluntarily capable of that. There are, there are plenty of systems that are involuntarily multitasking already, yes. right? Yes. So when, I, when I'm listening to you, what I'm hearing is us trying to be in charge and control the multitasking is what causes us to clench because we can't do that. That's one of the many reasons, but yes. Yeah. And the other thing I'm hearing is like, you know, in my work, is I notice people don't breathe, right? And yeah. just if you uh, create a habit of stopping to breathe, and, and I teach my clients, you know, specific types of breath work, which stops them, by the way, from clenching, which has been a real big problem for me in my life. I used to grind my teeth like something crazy. So I actually don't have to sleep with my um, thing at night anymore. <laughs> Wow. Yes. So, so let me ask you one quick question and you can just something for you to think about. Tell me. And when we clench our teeth, a lot of the times is associated with something that you want to say and you're not able to say. Yeah. That that's true too. Um mm -hmm. personally I've dealt with that, you know, in the past. And, and it's something I see a lot because I also work with women. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. We, yes. They, they stop themselves from speaking um, and being a stand for whatever it is because we have to be perceived as the good girl, right? Yes. And we have to yes. <laughs> be... Listen, obey. Yeah. 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 Lower our heads. So there's a lot of problems with neck the neck right a lot of i've seen more and more patients that have um herniated yeah. discs yeah. in their neck is because we have to kind of bow and mm -hmm. accept things from others so this causes clenching too you're saying is that 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 um... that, that is associated with the cervical area oh, but wow. when you think about it if you're if you have to bow your, and bow down to someone, there is an emotional imbalance happening. So that physical movement is causing, like, it's not, and it's, you sometimes don't do the physical movement, but right. your body thinks that you, this is what you're doing. So I'm gonna show you, because the body is super smart. This is every single part of your body has a meaning and has a con conflict associated with it. The body is so precise that you can have a diagnosis, a medical diagnosis, and then we can find exactly, listening to your body, exactly what's the conflict that triggered that medical diagnosis. Wow. So, and this is a study that was done by Dr. Hammer in Germany. And then we can talk a lot about that because it's just amazing. But every single disease, every single condition is associated with a very specific conflict or a bioshock. They call he call it a bioshock, hmm. big impact for the biology. 
for your body. Then when you, when you look at that, it's associated with an emotion because if you have to do that, it, it kind of causes different emotions in your body. And for you might be a different emotion that for me, depending on how we perceive things, right? And that's mm -hmm. a big part. If we perceive things one way and it's negative, because imagine that there's twins in a, in, a, in a family and I have twins and my twins are completely different, right? Right. Day and night. But one can experience an event as something really traumatic and it will change her personality. But the other one is going to take the same exact event. It's going to say, oh, okay, yes, that happened. But, and that's it. So that for one is going to create in the future some signs in the body. Or the other one is not going to create those signs in the body. It's hmm. depending on how we perceive things. And that's one of the things that it will be great for everybody to, if one thing comes out of this, is your perception can determine how your body, your life is going to be in the future. Yeah. And then another important thing is, if there is an event that was traumatic or a conflict, or you're going through something that has been challenging, expressing and then just talking about it, releasing that energy, because everything is energy. Thoughts are energy. Our body is full of energy. Every single thing around us is energy. It's just different densities, different amount of ele electrons and particles moving faster and faster that we see it as matter, as solid, but everything is energy. Our thoughts, our emotions are energy. If you're having a low vibration emotion, that's going to lower not only your state of mind and your emotional state, but it's also going to affect your immune system. And it's going to create a cascade reaction out of it. So just expressing, releasing, acknowledging that sense, that, that emotion, and then releasing and letting go. So you can magnetize your life. I, I love that you brought the emotions into that and you brought in that we are energy. It's like our whole body is an electrical system, right? People don't think that, you know, they misinterpret it because we look like we're in solid form, but we are the, the best version of electricity on the planet, actually, you know, and, and we're constantly magnetizing. And I also love that you brought up emotions because there are people that believe that, you know, you don't need to, you know, you can control your emotions and not realizing that it's part of the electronic system <laughs> that makes us up, right? Like, you know, I think this is because in the West, again, we diminish the value of feelings and emotions. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I know that feelings and emotions are considered two separate things, but, the, you know, one leads automatically to the other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that's a great thing that you just said is like, we are controlling those emotions. We're not, we, we're repressing those emotions. So what are we doing? We're repressing that energy, right? Um, so that energy, if we are repressing, for example, anger, because we're not expressing that emotion. And, and what I tell my patients is you don't have to tell your boss that you are upset at him because then that means you might lose your job 
but you can go home and just scream it. Like you say, mm. I don't like my boss. I hate all, I'm sorry, all those things, right? <laughs> <laughs> but just release it and just get it out of your system. But because when you're swallowing it, you're not expressing that you're controlling this emotion. If it's anger, it's going to go to your liver. Yeah. And your liver is the one that's going to have the issues. Our, and our liver is the one that detoxifies everything, like the normal, you know, just our food and our emotions, right? So that the liquid, the solid and the gas that comes out is all and and people think that it's it's just a function of what we eat and drink, but it's also our emotions, yes. right? That oh, are getting yes. detoxified. <laughs> Yes, yeah. Yes. And, and so like, let's not talk about the self-medication, right? Um, that, because that's the other part of repression, right? Because mm -hmm. a lot of times people self-medicate, women um, self-medicate with alcohol. I'm sure you see this a lot. And I was shocked that we hear all this stuff about breast cancer, but that's actually not the number one killer of women. It's actually heart disease. Um, and because, because of the alcoholism. So. And not only that, but heart, what is the what does the heart represent? If 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 you ask a little kid, um, okay, well, how do you represent the heart? They will draw a little heart, right? Like a little right. but what is in that? When you see a heart, that's love. love yeah. Right? So if if you're struggling and one of the biggest one is self-love. Yep. If self-love is not where it's supposed to be or you're having issues and not accepting love from others or the love that you're receiving is like, it comes with um, anger conditions, and, yeah. and, and uh, all conditions, then our heart is gonna start having consequences. So it's like these emotions are going to start triggering other problems, right? So just, okay, what's happening? And what you said is they start using like, either prescription medication or they start using substances they start using alcohol you have to go there and look at this person what is happening that is causing them to go and find something else that is going to make them feel better temporarily and it's very temporary like yes. so very temporary yes yes yeah wow um you made me think of something else oh right so your heart um, and, and self-love, there's a quote by Byron Katie, um, the most intimate relationship is the one you have with your thoughts, mm -hmm. right? So your, your own thoughts are literally um, either providing you a perfect environment for beautiful self-love or not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, they, what they say um, with neuroscience and, and you know, when quantum physics started happening, it started connecting um, all that energy that comes from the brain. There's a huge electromagnetic frequency on the brain and it's a, even bigger in the heart. But when, when you think about it, and if you, you have, I feel, I believe, was it 80,000 thoughts yeah. a day? Yeah. 80,000 thoughts a day. Out of those, 80% probably are negative. Yep. And then we have only 
95% of what we do, what we think is conscious. 95% is unconscious or subconscious. So if we think about it and we're just conscious of those thoughts that we are repeating ourselves, but if you're not conscious about those subconscious programs that you have, well, that's those that 95% is limiting your life. So how can we change that? How can we transform that 95% of subconscious things that are in your program then becoming aware of those programs. And how do we do that? Just by listening to your body, listening to your body and then going and finding those programs and changing beliefs because we're big and having beliefs that are limiting us. Yeah. Let's talk more about how to to transform and shift that. Um, We're going to take a really brief commercial break. All right. Create your ultimate joy personalized experience. Where do you see yourself this year? Is it in Hawaii or the Caribbean or perhaps it's Mexico? There are locations all over the world where you can connect with the elements. Wherever you choose, you can be with me the ultimate joy goddess to create and be a stand for your joy. Where where do you see yourself? Where would you like to be? Don't dream about it. Make it happen. Connect with me at CordeliaGafar.com. So. I love your commercials. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Like I want to go there. <laughs> come. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to Mumbai in a couple of weeks. You should come. Oh, yeah. that will be great. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's just too short notice. <laughs> That's all right. We'll, we'll go other time, places. For sure, I would love to. Okay, cool. We'll talk about it because I am going to Mexico later this year. So mm. that sounds great. I like mm. that. Let's talk about that. Yes. And so, you know, I talked about the elements there in that commercial too, and we've been, I believe, infusing that in our conversation. So how to take that 5% and increase it to, you know, 10%, 15% over time? Like, what, what can we do? Well, we don't have to increase it, right? Because you're not going to have to say, oh, I need to breathe. No. So those are part of the 95% of things that our body does without us having to be conscious. We don't have to tell our heart, okay, you need to start pumping blood. No. So those are part of the 95%. But what is important is if you, for example, are going on your day and you're driving and the person in front hits the brakes and, and you just, so how are you reacting? Just noticing and a good way to start becoming a little more conscious of your life is being present. And then noticing those reactions that you're having, that you're having every moment. Okay, if I am upset with this person that is in front of me, what's happening in my life? Or if I'm sad, okay, what is it that I'm missing in my life? 
that is making me be like that. One of the things that I recommend everybody is to look for things within yourself and not outside of yourself. Hmm. Because the outside world changes constantly. What is stable and constant is the relationship that you said, the biggest relationship is with your mind, but it should be with your heart. Mm-hmm. So that relationship with yourself and acknowledging and knowing, like being conscious and aware of every moment and noticing those emotions. Why am I reacting like this? What's happening? And just start digging, going deeper, finding out what it is that is making you react a certain way when something happens. There is a Vedic, the Vedic tradition talks about how the others are a reflection of how we're feeling. So the other person is like a mirror for you to see what you need to see in your life that's either positive. For example, if you see and I see Cordelia that she is just a brilliant woman, well, it might be this is a reflection. She is like reflecting something about me. Or if I see Cordelia, it's like, oh, why is she like this? Well, she's also reflecting something about me, right? Yeah. So it's when we see something in someone, let's just go and look inside and see what, why am I seeing this this way? I think that's, I, I love that you said that because that is the, the magnet, right? All day long, we're walking around judging people, yes. right? And the judgment is really a projection. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, and it is a projection. if we shift it to be a reflection, right, then that's how you magnetize effortlessly the things that you truly desire, right? So what if you created a world <laughs> where every person you saw was like this, you know, magnificent miracle? Oh, my goodness. I'm so look at that. You exist. You're so amazing, right? That's a whole different uh, body shift, right? Because now all of your body wisdom is only going to draw your attention towards all of the miracles (laughs) that exist in your day, as opposed to, man, look at that person over there. Look at that thing over there. I can't believe that that truck fell over or that, you know, it's like you, there, there are people that that's all they see all day. It's like yes. gloom and that's doom. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then they wonder why their life is shit. Right. Yes, and, exactly. <laughs> but then there are people like, like you. Right. And, and all you see is like beauty and miracles and, you know, you're just constantly potential. Asleep. Yeah. Potential everywhere. And your life is that. Because when you notice, if you start thinking about it, moments in your life, and we all have had issues, conflicts, traumas, we all have different varieties of things that we had to go through, positive and negative things, right? But if you think about a moment in your life where you were at that lowest moment, you felt like everything was going wrong. Why is it that? I'm having this and now I'm not having money or I'm not having my friends are leaving me, things like that, right? But what if you think about a moment where you were at the highest emotional level ever in your life? Everything around it 
everything around that movie. Like when you're in love, the first the first months of relationship, the, the, everything is positive. It's like you're floating, right? Everything is so positive and you see things in a different way. It's like you change different, you put different glasses. Yes. So that's how we need to see the things, right? But we don't, we cannot see that. And people get mad. I know I had a, a coworker that she will get upset at this other coworker because she was so positive. And she will they say, oh, I'm frustrated that she's always so positive. It's like, well, they're selling her something, right? So then this person that was always positive, her life was amazing because she will see the good in everything. Yes, she was, she was having struggles, but she will see the good things in everything. So that's, that's another important part. Is I just start analyzing what's happening inside and how can you get it? So you're lifting up that vibration, just lifting that frequency to be able to see the beauty in your world, in your life. And to attract it, if we want to magnetize, what is the magnet going to do? It will attract things that are the same side, like positive, positive, negative, negative. Right. So if you want to attract the positive, be positive. If you want to attract negative, well, you got that. You have to be negative. <laughs> well, Stay on that you, negativity. I feel like there's some place in here too where <clears throat> I don't know if you've ever done this, but one thing that I experiment with sometimes, like I can get pretty negative, right? And and I'm like, gosh, Cordelia. We're like, only human, right? Right. But then this is what I'll do. I'll say like, just for a split second, what if I experiment with believing the opposite of what I believe right now? So I do this polar positive, polar positive opposite. That's what, yeah. It's like it's a lot of peas in there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I experiment with that. I'm like, gosh, this is a lot. Even, you know, like I can't do all this negativity. So I'm like, what's the polar positive opposite of the situation right now? Mm -hmm. And then I'm just like, okay, I'm going to just reach for that. And boom, it like flips life upside down, you know? Um, and like one example of this is like I had a falling out with some friends. And then there was this one friend out of the group that wasn't part of all that, right? And they reached out and I'm like, I'm not going to reach back out to that person. You know, I'm not going to return that call. And I'm like, girl, please. What, what if you just call them and, and, you know, just be, just open your heart to them. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I did that. And it was like the best thing ever. Oh, like, good. Oh, you know what? Amazing. You know, so it's, this is just, um, giving yourself an opportunity for that opening. And, um, experimenting with not judging, you know, yeah. and yes. the, you know, I, I like to use myself as an example because there's this perception that when you're doing this kind of work, like you're perfect, but you know, reality check, ego check, I'm human. And I, yeah, I, I do that yeah. too. <laughs> so, you also have feelings, emotions, and, and people around it in a, a, a world that can be negative sometimes. But one of the things that just came to mind is like that a lot of people say, like when you're judging, is like you're pointing your finger at someone. But what's happening when you're pointing that finger at someone? You're pointing three fingers at you. So, okay, let's see what's happening. <laughs> what's going on back over here? <laughs> Correct. Yes, yes, yes. 
Yes. Yeah. And when you're I, judging others, you're judging a lot of the times you're judging yourself, right? Yeah. 100% you're judging yourself. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. you have to just be honest and super clear about that, you know, yes. um, because that clarity is, is the opening is your, is the opening for your whole world. And that's the shift. And another thing I want to say is our words matter, right? So even the use of something being positive or negative, Mm -hmm. I have to remind myself too, you know, maybe something just is, you know, maybe there's no adjective associated with it. Mm -hmm sometimes mm-hmm. right or all of the time yeah yeah it doesn't have to be positive negative negative it just is yeah i love it and it's a constant is right is it constant is and and just to be completely grammatically incorrect right because the um infinitive of of is right is to be right so it's a free to be show right oh, so yeah like yes. we're constantly being Mm -hmm. right no matter what we're doing and so if we're being then there's ising (laughs) (laughs) so true yeah so we never propose to be um what do you call it uh uh grammatically correct even though we're both authors (laughs) that's what editors are for (laughs) that's what editors are for yes and in and in our lives right our editor is um our perception um editing the the perception that everything is gloom or doom you know everything just is yes that is true that's so true yes yeah so, oh my goodness, this was such a great discussion. I'm so happy you're here today, and I Thank want you, you to come. To be here. Yeah. Oh no, you're coming back every day. <laughs> <laughs> like now, you're gonna have you have to be on every episode. I'm gonna see I if I can create that because, like, there's some conversations I have sometimes, and I and and I think to myself, wouldn't it be nice if there if I had this one other person that can give another perspective or has a different background you know so if you're open to that oh yeah let's talk let's yeah talk. let's talk i need to as i was saying before we started like i need to find more hours in my day <laughs> but yes. right now what i'm working on and i'm passionate about is just trying to find a way for people to understand that they are valuable understand that they are just for being here they're important a lot of people they are so successful believe it or not like bps like vice presidents they have this amazing career and deep down they feel that they're not enough yeah it's like, how can you not see the amazing human being that you are? So we need to do a lot of work on that aspect. So I'm, I'm creating an, a, a new um, Facebook group that is called Big, Big B-Y-G. Okay. Big Self. And B-Y-G is become your greatest self. 
Oh. Because we all need to become our greatest selves for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Need to, so it will be for a very close group of people that are willing to do the work. And that's something else that a lot of people, when they're stuck in their negativity, is going to take them maybe many lives to get off that. But I'm, I only work with people that are ready to change, that are ready to go into that those deepest, darkest moments in their life to get out of those to see the light. Yeah. To become the greatest person for all people that they are. Oh, I love so that. Changing, changing the way you perceive things and self-love is huge. Just doing things that you enjoy. And that's another thing that I see a lot on the teeth when I look in an x-ray. And usually I can just, by looking at a panoramic x-ray, that's the x-ray that shows all the teeth, I can see the first permanent molars, that is one on each corner. Those are the first permanent teeth that grow when we were around six. Those are huge connection with our soul. What is it that our soul needs? What is it that we, our soul dreams? Hmm. What are the things that you need to do to be able to make sure that your soul is vibrating and is happy and is excited. So just acknowledging that you have an inner child that needs that support from your adult self. And to be able to help that inner child, you need to start going back and healing those the past memories. And then moving forward is basically starting fresh with a huge potential to become your greatest self. Yeah. Oh, I love that. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's really great. Well, make sure that you put the link <clears throat> for that in, um, you know, underneath the post and also give it to me so I can oh. add it um, yes. everywhere. <laughs> Actually, I want to put it in the show notes for sure because then, you know, people can always have that. So I love that you you linked that there is actual physical evidence of the imprint of your soul and your emotions in your teeth and you know um that we're vibrating and and effortlessly magnetizing all the time it's it's not something that we have to um to do anything except for be present conscious and aware mm -hmm. and um willing to experiment with uh, creating differently. Mm -hmm. So, yes. yeah. Yes. Thank you so much for being on the Free to oh, Be show. So <clears throat> it was great talking with you, as always. Yeah, amazing. And so for those of you who are viewing and listening, um, if you benefited from this, share this with another heart, share this with another soul. And, and until next week, be free. So are you free? Do you own your part in that? Rather than lingering in shame, guilt, and despair, let's see where you can create more freedom, more joy, and replenish from within. Visit me at CordeliaGafar.com and sign up for the five ways to only create joy. Until next week, be free.